Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. People of America, it is your lucky day. It is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to Ask Grumpy, a podcast from Southern Living. One of my foremost goals as Grumpy Gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. A daunting task, I know. I'm here with my co-host, Nella. Hello, Nella. Happy Saturday, Steve. Happy Saturday to you, Nella. Oh, it's the weekend. Oh, yeah. Time to kick back, except for me, because I'm always working for my listeners. I never take a day off. <laughs> oh, we are so grateful. Yes, as you should be. Okay, we have a great question from Michigan. Michigan, the wow. frozen tundra. Can you believe you've got fans in Michigan? Yes, I have them all over the world. All righty. I live in Michigan and have a question about blue hydrangeas. I've had them for three years, and they get plenty of light. I feed them with food for acid-loving plants, but they've never bloomed. Any advice? Well, it could be a couple of reasons why your hydrangeas aren't blooming. When you say you have uh, blue hydrangeas or you have the pink ones, generally you're referring to what we call French or big-leaf hydrangeas. The botanical name is hydrangea macrophylla. And If they're not blooming, you may be pruning them at the wrong time. The only time that you should be pruning them is in early spring. And before you prune, you go out and look for signs of life in the stems. And when you see these big, fat, green buds start coming out of the stems, what you want to do is cut each stem down to the top, just above the topmost bud. And that way you won't be cutting off anything that's alive or you won't be cutting off any flower buds. Now, when the flower bud opens, you can tell it from a leaf bud because the flower bud will have this little stalk in it. It looks like a little stalk of broccoli. And that's just a little expanding hydrangea flower. So you know that you're going to get a bloom. Now, Another problem could be that when you live in a place in the upper Midwest, like Minnesota or Michigan or something like that, it could be that your winters are just too cold for the kind you have. Leaf buds are hardier than flower buds. And if you have a really cold winter, it can kill all the flower buds and you don't get any flowers. And if you have one of the older kinds of these hydrangeas, that bloom only once a year, generally in late spring, early summer, if the flower buds of those are killed, you're not going to get any blooms that summer. A good way to get around this is when you go to a garden center, look for the repeat blooming hydrangeas. You may have heard of the types called endless summer, and there's lots of other ones. Now, what's good about these is that they bloom on last year's growth and this year's growth. 
So even if the winter kills them all the way to the ground, they will sprout and they will bloom. And this is what's made them so popular in northern areas as well as in southern areas in this country. So when you go to buy a hydrangea at the garden center, be sure to ask, does this rebloom? And that way you'll have good insurance on getting blooms that year. Okay, well, listen, that sounds good. In fact, Grumpy, I just emailed you not too long ago about these dead stalks that were left over from last season in my hydrangeas. And so we just pulled them out, and now the new growth is on the ground. That brings up a good point. Here in the southeast, we had a really terrible series of freezes around Christmas time. And so what happened to these hydrangeas is it killed them all the way to the ground. And so this spring, they started sprouting right from the base of the plant, nothing from the stalks coming up from just the base of the plant. When that happens, it means that everything above that new green growth at the bottom of the plant is dead, okay? So when you see that, just cut off all that dead stuff, and the new growth will grow back from the base of the plant. It's not dead. It's just been hurt a little bit. Well, I wondered about that because it was, you know, just mounded at the ground. Yeah. So that's what happened. But they survived. And if they're the reblooming kind, Mm -hmm. they will still bloom. Okay. So there is hope. Good. We always like hope. Yes. All right. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. Grumpy. Hi, Nella. It is time for Plant of the Week. Plant of the Week. Oh, my gosh. And look, this is another one that I haven't heard of. And I know people are thinking, why is she asking these questions since she hadn't heard of half of these things? Yes, why is she on this show? (laughs) Anyway. Okay, it's called Balloon Flower. Okay, Balloon Flower is one of my favorite perennials. The botanical name for this, and you're going to want to write this down, Nella. Okay. It's platycodon. Oh, no. Okay. That should be easy for you to spell. Platycodon. 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 P-L-A-T-Y-C-O-D-O-N. Platycodon. Okay. It's a really nice perennial because it gets its name from its expanding flower buds. It blooms in the summertime, and as the buds grow and get larger and larger and larger, they expand out so they look like balloons right before they pop open. They're very easy to grow. They like a sunny, well-drained spot. Mm -hmm. They have several different colors. They have white, pink, and my favorite is this really deep blue, which I love because blue is a very hard flower color to find in the garden. After they bloom and the flowers fade, if you will cut them back, they will put on a new flush of growth and you'll get more flowers. They're very long-lived plants. I haven't seen hardly any pest problems associated with them. They're at garden centers. So just because Nella doesn't know what it is doesn't mean (laughs) you don't know what it is or the garden center doesn't know. It's just Nella. It's just me. That's just Nella. I know. Now, two things to remember if you're going to plant balloon flowers. 
Number one is this perennial. It's a herbaceous perennial that will die to the ground in the wintertime, but then come back up. It grows a taproot. So once it's established, it doesn't like being transplanted. So put it in a spot where you don't expect to have to move it. The second thing is it's one of the last perennials to come up in the springtime. So what I do is at the end of the growing season, I'll take a little stick or whatever, and I'll stick it in the ground as a marker right next to the plant. That way, come the springtime and there's nothing there, I don't forget and start digging around and put something new there and end up digging up the balloon flower that was already there. So Uh if you give it good, well-drained soil and some, it'll just grow for decades and bloom every year. And it's really, really pretty. Well, good. Okay. I'm learning a lot. Well, I hope so, Nella. (laughs) Okay. Y'all have a good day. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And we love your feedback, especially positive feedback. If you could rate this podcast from 9 to 10 and leave a review, that would make me, Grumpy Gardener, very happy. You can also find us online at southernliving.com forward slash ask grumpy.